All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mountain West Wire podcast football edition. We are one week away, I think, one show away from our actual previews. But today we're having road trip and stuff. Uh, Jeremy Moss with Matt Kennerly. MWR.com is the show where you can find us on the website and written stuff. And you good to go? Oh, yeah. So we have a couple more shows, like I said, before we get into the real stuff. We're going to talk about sports gambling for a minute because – Thank you, Twitter followers, to send us responses. Also, did you see this, Matt, about the Missouri Valley Conference Commissioner cold emailing a guy for mid-major madness? I did see that, which is kind of hilarious. What would Craig Thompson email us directly if something went wrong or went awry? Um, (laughs) Good job? Maybe. What was that? Be best, maybe. Oh, geez. That's so good to that. So stealing other people's work? I see. Um, Yeah. I thought that's the most weirdest thing about it. I don't even know if the guy read the article because what it was was like, hey, I'd like these matchups instead for a basketball between Missouri Valley and Mountain West, which it's the off season. It's fun. What's the, what the deal? What's the deal? This was a lie. I don't know. I don't, it's something. Who knows, right? Yeah. All right. So I was just wondering, like uh, our guy Jesse said, what would you say? I go, great, great hair. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for the compliments on great hair. Or Gonzaga was a flawed lie. I don't know. It's just uh We'll see. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of why would he take his time to do that? But I guess it also means he's reading your stuff, right? Yeah, well, presumably. Or like maybe the rest of the world, the headline. Yeah. <laughs> so should we get the gambling stuff, I guess, to chat about that for a minute? Yeah, let's do it. Do you um gamble often? You could you could just lie and say yes or no. <laughs> I mean, I like to, and I especially like gambling on sports you know because and i may have mentioned this on the podcast before but the nice thing about betting on sports is that when you lose you can blame it on someone else which is kind of why i like doing it (laughs) it's for those who don't know basically it's come down where states can decide if they want to do sports gambling or not instead of just nevada Mm -hmm. because new jersey wanted to have horse track racing they wanted to open it up say there's a monopoly and now it's state by state issue so it may come to your state in california it may come here in Utah, probably not, because Utah is one of two states that doesn't even have any sort of lottery or gambling. So, Interesting. And there's other reasons as well behind that, because religion and who lives here and stuff like that. But I think it's a fun idea. If it's a monopoly, it hurts Vegas. But what it does do is allow for um, – oh, also, real quick, um, can, what, on, a one, on a scale of 1 to 10, how hypocritical is NCAA, Matt? Um. <laughs> 12 12 that's a good answer because they're all behind this it's okay to we're okay with the sports gambling idea yeah it's okay now yeah yet that those two guys from what was it rutgers or something got booted for playing like uh FanDuel or DraftKings or fantasy daily football or something somehow i don't remember that story there was something like they got in trouble for because it's it is illegal to bet on even like march madness pools and stuff you're not supposed to do all that stuff but mm-hmm. It's legal now, and it means Las Vegas will have like the mountain, not the Mountain West tournament, they already have it, but CFP final title game, final four, not final four, but maybe regional stuff. But it doesn't. Do you think it's a big deal? Because I don't know. It's it is, it's a pretty big deal, but for college, what we cover here, I guess it could point shaving could be an issue maybe now because it's in every state. I don't know. Let's see, this would be so much easier if they just paid the players. Like, yes, like me. I, I don't know if you heard it when me and Eli are chatting about it. I've, I listened to the CBS basketball one, Gary Parrish. He's like, to solve this overnight, right now, make it legal to pay players. That will cut out like 98% of the cheating, 99% of the cheating of paying people money. Because 
And if you make it like the Olympic model, which is so simple, hey, car dealership A wants to pay this player $50,000 to do something. Sure, it doesn't come from the school. Go for it. Well, I mean, not only that, like even if you wanted to treat them as like school employees or something like that, um, you know, in addition to maybe letting them capitalize on their likenesses or whatnot. But like, for instance, I worked at the writing center at Fresno State, right? So I got paid $14 an hour. And, you know, by California law, like the maximum you're allowed to work as a student on campus is a total of 20 hours, which, you know, paychecks ended up being about $1,000 a month. Mm -hmm. And so granted, the life of a student athlete has a lot to do with, you know, the time you're putting in on the field as well as in the classroom and things like that. So it's it's kind of like a full-time job as it is. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it maybe it wouldn't be able to cover the, I guess you would call it what opportunity cost of being a student athlete, Mm -hmm. but to be able to kind of give them this kind of disposable income in addition to the scholarship that they're getting, you know, I don't know that that's too much to ask, even if you're not asking them to make like a salaried position or something like that, because, you know, if they're not even doing that for adjunct professors, they're probably not going to do that for (laughs) student athletes or anything like that. But, you know, if, people who were putting in the work on the field to generate revenue for the school were getting paid a thousand dollars a month in addition to their scholarship. I mean, that's still better than nothing. And I think that that's a step in the right direction, if nothing else. Yeah. Cause you also got COA cost of attendance. So there's that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I guess the one argument for the school not wanting to do that, because if I'm a big time donor, I'm just going to pay my favorite player for it to work. It's a legit, it can't just be like the guy's, do mopping floors and getting 50 bucks an hour it has to be like legitimate type work mm-hmm. but i hear some schools saying well if this um company a would rather it's still technically investing in your in your program but the money's not going to school because there's people who i want this money just for the softball team or just for the basketball team now it mm-hmm. can be but that goes to school and they can whatever they do with the money goes towards their endowment make interest earn money on top of the money they get but if it goes to the player now it doesn't the school misses out the money that's probably why the schools don't want this to happen i think that's the biggest hurdle and yeah i mean i guess i could see that point but to the gambling thing it's i guess i don't know it's it's fine if you want to do it do it it's means there'll be more events in nevada it means um and just needs to grow up and figure something out because if they just do olympic model that solves like i said pretty much everything even if there is some sort of scandal of people or whatever states have this legal, like, hey, I'll give you twenty five grand to your mom if you miss five five free throws for me or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's fine. It's just don't get addicted to it and know your limit, right? Exactly. All right. So let's uh let's let's go to our main topic. Let's go to a fun topic because uh not that that's fun, not fun, but what else are we gonna talk about? There's always so few things you can do with gambling. You can do it or not, and it's like five years down the road probably for most states outside of New Jersey. So road trip. We did this last Let's year. This is pretty exciting. I think it's pretty fun. It's last year we did this because we want to talk about football and stuff, and it's the off season still at the moment. <laughs> Spring football's done. Like, what are we gonna do? So, this is like a mythical road trip of sorts. And let's start with you, Matt, because you have rules. So, spe- lay out your rules to what you can or can't do. Yeah, one of the nice things about this little mental exercise is it's kind of a contrast to styles, like. You know, for those of you who want a behind-the-scenes glimpse into how this works, I actually spent time looking at the schedule and coming up with stuff, whereas Jeremy apparently is coming up with all of this on the fly. Not as much. I have but, rules, but not, <laughs> not, not quite as much. Not, I was going to throw myself but, under the bus, but not as much. 
But yeah, what I like to do is treat it as if it was like something I would like sit down with, you know, maybe an unlimited, you know, budget to do this, but to like make it somewhat realistic. So I try to adhere to rules where um, it's, you know, no wild swings across the country without like a really good reason for doing it, like flying from one major city to another or something like that. But more importantly, what I try to do is I try to make sure to see every Mountain West team at least once. And I try to make sure that I don't go to the same place twice. And, you know, with one exception, I was able to kind of follow both of those rules in constructing my own road trip. All right. So week, so, so does, how does week zero work? Because there's only like two options. Well, we have to start there because there are our options. All right, there are the options. So I'm going to write mine down as we go along as well. But uh, so here's the here's the schedule. I guess we'll do it. You have either go to Colorado State versus Hawaii or to, at New Mexico with Wyoming. Neither of those are too excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't think so? Yeah. Well, okay. We can make him exciting. So we try to make him exciting because Wyoming, new quarterback, going on the road to New Mexico State who won a bowl game. They're now independent. They went 7-6 and six, beat Utah State last year, the uh, Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. And then CSU has some quarterback, and Hawaii will have some quarterback as well. We don't know. There's my pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad pitch. I mean, for me, what's most interesting is what is the post-Josh Allen era going to look like? Which is why, for my own road trip, I'm starting in Las Cruces with Wyoming at New Mexico State, because we know that you know Tyler Vanderwall, for instance, for the moment has the inside track to the starting job. But I think the biggest question facing the Cowboys, which obviously we'll get into at length during the preview later in the summer, is what is the offense going to look like? How is it going to take a step forward after taking a step back last year? And against a team like New Mexico State, I think that makes a pretty interesting test case because, you know, they're also going to be missing their own quarterback. Tyler Rogers, I believe, graduated. And I think they're also, you know, Larry Rose is on the NFL ranks and things like that. So the Aggies are a team that's in maybe a little bit of reloading mode rather than rebuilding mode for once. So you have two programs that I see as being a, these kind of like their own particular crossroads and while you know both have definite strengths it's going to be really interesting to see how those strengths relate to one another you know New Mexico State is obviously a very pass happy team going up against a Cowboys defense that's probably going to be one of the best in the group of five going into 2018 so that's why I'm starting there all right um I'll join you that first weekend sorry Hawaii sorry sorry Colorado State there's more interest in that game because like everything you mentioned, there's no reason for me to add anything else. But I guess you could go to that CSU Hawaii game. is a conference game to start the year. I just, I just want to see what Wyoming's up against. Like he said, their new quarterback uh, defense is there. What New Mexico State will do in their decent home opener for them. So I'll join you in Las Cruces. We'll have some green chili or something. What they do in New Mexico? Yes. <laughs> so that's a really good reason for going. Uh, foods, foods also plays a role in some of these too. As as you learn, as me, you know me and Matt, we chat food quite a bit. Next week we, we value we value food. You got to guacamole, right? Mm-hmm. We need some guacamole, avocado money. Is that what we say half the time? Yes. So next week it's pretty interesting games. Um, we and there's also I will my one of my rules which I'll allow you if you want to adjust yours a little bit as well. If there's a Friday Saturday game, you want to do two in a week, we can do that like once throughout the year. 
I only did one game per weekend. Oh, okay. So. I'm saying I think we did that last year, and so that's why I'm bringing that up again. Yeah. So there's a bunch of games here. We're not going to mention every game, but I will start here. There's a couple that I'm looking at. Um, because you have UNLV USC, which probably probably will be a blowout. Wait, 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 wait. Are you looking ahead at week? I think. I know. No, I know. I know. I'm just mentioning a couple of possibilities I was looking at. Oh, okay. You're looking ahead a couple of days. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, this game starts Thursday, August 30th. So that's the actual yeah. week. UC Davis at San Jose State. Pass. Hard pass. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Spartans. Actually, I'll, we don't need to go through the games. I'll just say my game right now. Here's why. Um, ooh, there's two games I'm looking at possibility. Um, uh, hmm. Because you got San Diego State, Stanford. That's really intriguing. Very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Utah State, and Michigan State. Mm, no, Sparty might be top 20 team, but I, I, I don't want to see blowouts. It would be cool to go to East Lansing. There, you also got an interesting one Washington State at, at Wyoming. It could also be of interest with uh, that pass offense that Washington State does against this Wyoming defense. Like you said, it'll be really, really, really good with a couple NFL draft guys on the team down the road a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Boise State at Troy could be intriguing because Troy's always really good in the Sun Belts. But I'm going to go Aztecs at Cardinal. You know what? I'm right there with you. Again? We're going to go back-to-back? Roomies again? Apparently, apparently this is, this is going to be a really boring podcast. Do I need to pick another one? Because Should I pick another no. one just because? No, I mean, I mean, I think that this is one of those weekends, you know, and that's the thing maybe about September, the mm-hmm. non-conference slate, is like there's a lot of really interesting possibilities. You know, because there's at least, you know, what, one, two, three... You know, if you want to include Boise, four potential top 25 teams on the slate. And, you know, I think what you have when you go to, you know, SDSU at Stanford is the kind of narrative. You know, are the Aztecs going to be able to do this again? And, you know, even if Rashad Penny has graduated to the NFL now, you know, Juwan Washington versus Bryce Love is probably a must-see kind of matchup. Mm-hmm. Um but I think you get a little bit of that in any number of those games. You know, of course, the Rocky Mountain Showdown, you know, the rematch between, you know, the Trojans and the Broncos, you know, going to the Coliseum, seeing UNLV. But, yeah, I, mean, I think for, for my money, seeing what that rematch is going to look like is probably my best bet. And Aztecs bring back their entire offensive line. That too. Which is a pretty big deal. I was debating doing a back to back, like going, because here's what I could do. I'm up in Northern California, Stanford. I could just swing up to, well, never mind. Washington State's on the road. I was debating, like, oh, go up to Washington State and see what I mean to Washington State. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think we'll stick with one. There's, there's a, like you said, September, October. There's a lot of matchups that are going to be decided with, the, or not decided, but a lot of teams that are, there's 12 options typically. You know what I mean? 10 to 12 options throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. So let me actually write down my week zero game because I did not hear. So what do we got? What do you got week two, Matt? You want to take that ahead? Yeah. So this is another one where, like, I think when you look at the schedule, like uh, at the Mountain West schedule, it just seems like there's another real wealth of opportunities here. Like Air Force at Florida Atlantic is really interesting for the Lane Kiffin experience. You know, Arkansas coming to Colorado State. Um, but for me, like – and this is, you know, an adherence to my rules. What I did was I chose New Mexico at Wisconsin, not only because it gives me, you know, kind of a first up close look at what the new offense is going to look like under Calvin McGee, but also, you know, we talk about environment, you know, going to Madison, going to that kind of camp, going to Camp Randall Stadium, 
to me, having been in Nebraska, it kind of strikes me as a similar kind of experience that if you're just a college football fan, you have to go do that at some point. And what would be interesting to see if that running game, like the offense, it, like you said, with the new OC there, those big guys against Wisconsin, how can that speed of New Mexico work to their advantage, if any? I guess there's a couple of decent games. You get to rematch New Mexico State at Utah State. Probably going to pass from that, but that's just intriguing. I think I'm going to do Air Force at Florida Atlantic because the two contrasting styles, mm-hmm. what Air Force can do and what Florida Atlantic does with, don't they have, um, no, he left their town. Never mind. They have a new OC over there at FAU. But I think that's just the styles and what Air Force can do offensively. Like who Florida Atlantic plays in the uh, conference in Conference USA is nobody overly amazing. They'll play. I think they play Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. Florida Atlantic does. That could be a interesting matchup to see. Yeah, they play Oklahoma the week before, so that'll be kind of interesting for Florida Atlantic. But I go there just to see because that could be like think of the AF the Air Force CSU game last year or not CSU in Nevada. Wasn't there about a hundred points combined? And oh yeah. Yeah, so I think it could be like that. So I'd head to, to head to the East Coast, go to Book Raton, get some sun in the first week of September, Labor Day weekend, and go watch Air Force beat up on the the Owls. Well, yeah, and there's also the thing that you know FAU might be what a dark horse for that Group of Five spot if they can run the table. Extreme dark horse. Extreme dark horse, but you know they're on the list nonetheless. They're pre- they're gonna be pretty good. They'll probably win at least eight games. I'm thinking. Yeah. So what do we got? Week three. Well, um, this is another one. Again, non-conference schedule means plenty of options. Um, you know, Fresno State at UCLA was really intriguing. Colorado State at Florida was really intriguing. Uh, Arizona State at San Diego State, another rematch, also very interesting. But for me, this, there was a very clear, obvious option here, and that's Boise State at Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Because this is the biggest test that the Broncos have in September. Drew Brown, and possibly. They, Drew Brown. And if they win this game handily, you know, they could be entrenched for the New Year's Day spot, you know, kind of taking on all comers. And unless they get beat in Mountain West play later on in the year, you know, this could solidify their position as kind of the presumptive favorite for that spot. That's a good game. I, I don't want to pick the same one again as you because that's lame, but that's probably the best game of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I get for letting you go first at <laughs> this time. No, it's okay. I uh, I would honestly I think um Fresno UCLA. I think I'd head to the Rose Bowl, which is pretty cool. Um Fresno obviously their defense, they have basically everybody coming back, could be the best defense in the league, top three at worst, and those top three, them San Diego State and Boise are gonna be really, really, really good. Chip Kelly, new coach, what's he gonna do? Coming back from college after going to the NFL, no um, Josh Rosen, he's gone. Um, is it? I think Fresno's currently like a, a touchdown underdog if they're all those super early dumb lines that are up. But I'm going to go that one because Fresno's getting paid big money to make their Southern California tour over the next three to six years, and so you got to get some of the, get some double bonus money back so you beat UCLA and get a seven figure paycheck. Oh yeah, yeah, and I mean it's and those and those two games are kind of similar to one another. And you know, I considered UCLA to be Fresno State's biggest test in the same way that I consider you know OSU to be Boise's biggest test in September. And then other games too, like CSU at Florida, pretty interesting matchup. Florida should be they get they have the new head coach there, correct? Because McElwain was gone. Yeah, and they have a who's your coach Dan Mullen. Okay, I want to say Will Muschamp, but but I'm like that's like four coaches ago. <laughs> we should we should probably have referred or defer to Brandon's judgment on that. Yeah, um, 
I did Florida's probably gonna be better, but that that's a decent one. You also have like um Oregon State at Nevada could be interesting because if Nevada's offense is any good, they could win that game like forty five to ten. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean their offense is good, but defense. Uh New Mexico, New Mexico State's always interesting, but um just based off last year it happened. So but let's move on. Week four is going to be something that's crazy because you got um oh, I was gonna say Tulsa Temple, but my schedule went to the whole conference or the whole FBS because I didn't go off your list, Matt. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. This is it's slim pickings a little bit this weekend. Cause you have what one, two FCS games. You have Eastern Michigan at San Diego State, which whatever, Eastern Michigan's getting better. I you have one conference game, Air Force at Utah State. I'm gonna go Nevada at Toledo. That's a good option. Because well, Logan Woodside's not there at Toledo anymore, so that makes it a bit more manageable for that offense. But what for I mean excuse me, for Nevada's defense going up against that offense. And we saw Toledo what they've done with him. They're probably gonna still open up a pass. It'll be a good test for that Wolfpack defense. But I think uh wasn't the Fresno Toledo game last year where it was like thirteen to ten? Wasn't those two teams last year play? Or is that no? Actually, it was uh, Nevada and Toledo played. Oh, that's what it was. No, year. correct. Yeah, that's right. And, and it ended up being more of a, de- a defensive battle than I think a lot of people anticipated. Which is but weird. I do. I'm with you. I think that the the offensive point explosion potential is high for that game. It is because I have like on my I'm more I've been working on this for like a week. Cause I've been busy like my quarterback rankings post spring. Ty Ganji. Like I had to check myself to not put him number one because I think statistically he could be the number one quarterback in the league. That doesn't mean the best, but numbers wise, where he did the last five games, six games, I want to see him play at Toledo, which it's a road game, not terribly tough to glass ball, but good enough where if they're going to go to a bowl game, which I think that's a possibility. And then maybe even beyond that, this is a game they probably would need to win on the schedule, but I think it'd just be an entertaining matchup. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely with you. Um, I think what's interesting about this week for a couple of those teams is they're kind of like benchmark games. So while you're going to Toledo, I'm going to Jonesboro to see UNLV at Arkansas State. Because I think what's really interesting is we've talked, you know, with our Stupid Upset Picks podcast, what was it, a month or two ago? about how we have kind of dueling interests in the Wolf Pack and in the Rebels. And I feel like this game is one of those games where it's like, yo, are they going to be able to perform well against a team? You know, the Rebels are a pretty good Sunbelt team. You know, the same way that we talked about in, in Boise State a minute ago. You know, Arkansas State's in the conversation for bringing home another title. So even though they're losing a couple of their key offensive pieces, you know, it's going to be one of those things to me where Monty Rogers, for instance, he played really well on the road at Idaho last year, kind of fell flat a little bit against Ohio state, which, you know, maybe that's to be expected, but he kind of underperformed in the couple of opportunities he had on the road after that. Like he struggled at air force, struggled a little bit at New Mexico and Nevada to close out the year. So, you know, with the ring game behind him, with him under center, kind of taking that next step forward, I think there's some upset potential there if the offense can get things going. True, and health-wise, too, because Rodgers missed a couple games for being injured late. I had to bring over, yeah. who was it, Palandek, who was playing linebacker to play QB again or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Johnny Stanton. Actually. Oh, Johnny Stanton. Okay, one of the two. All right, so let's move on to uh, week five. And games are starting to hit league play, essentially. So we're closer to league play or more league play down the road. So that week, 
after a month in the season, we have, as my computer does not want to refresh. Do you want me to list them for it? Go for it, man. I should just use your list instead of what I'm doing here. No, it's all right. So we got Nevada at Air Force, Ooh. Boise State at Wyoming, and Hawaii at San Jose State in conference play. And then in non-conference play, if you if you feel like double dipping, there's Toledo at Fresno State and Liberty at New Mexico. New FBS Liberty. Mm-hmm. Man, um, I really Boise State Wyoming is intriguing. Obvious reasons, great defenses, no unknowns on that offense for Wyoming, which could make it be like a slugfest of like three to zero. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, but, but I see I mean, what you mean. Points would be at a premium in that game for what the Wyoming defense could do. Um, and we got the return of the safety game. If we get the safety dance again, that'd be pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know. Nevada Air Force, too, for what they, did, what they did last year makes it seem like something awesome you want to attend. I already have, do I already have a Nevada game on my schedule? I do. I, I don't want to see the Nevada back to back, so I'll go Boise State at Wyoming. That's where I'm going to. Hey, meet up and I think this is another one of those instances where there's a clear number one choice. Yeah, I, I could I could make an argument to see Wyoming or Nevada at Air Force because of last year's matchup being how close it was and how many amount of points they had. But this game is going to be the one of the first or second games of league play where it could determine the driver's seat for who's going to win that Mountain Division. Exactly. All right, so let's move on to Week Six where we have a. Again, non-conference play keeps coming to an end, and you. Go, I want you to go first this time because I've been taking first the past couple. So this week is one of those weeks where I indulge in the fact that I really like rivalry games. So I'm going to the Air Force's first leg of the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy round robin. I'm going Navy at Air Force. Ooh, that's a good one. That's all, you can never go wrong with that. Mid-afternoon game, not too chilly, first week of October. And you got a lot of rival games like Utah State BYU. That's still rival. Boise San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I don't know because I just saw the Boise the week before. So I need. Do I need to go by any sort of ruling <laughs> rules here? You could do. You could do what you want. I'm doing my thing. I could. Now I'm going to go back to back. I'm going to go Boise State San Diego State. And you know what? I would not blame you for that. If I was going to go by some sort of rule, I guess I because all the other games like to not meet up with you again. I guess I could do Utah State BYU. Because BYU's, who knows how good they'll be this year, quarterback issues with Tanner Mangum being healthy. Um, well, if it'll make you feel better, uh, I'm going back-to-back later. Okay, we're good. Fine. I'll go Essex boise State because that's clearly the best game overall. Yes. And again, the boys, think of that Boise has to go to Wyoming and then back to host San Diego State. And that's going to be a huge stretch for them. So, all right, let's move on to the next week. All right. Right. So, do you want me to go first again? Yeah, go for. I'll let you go first one more time. Is that week seven, right? Yeah. So this is another instance where I was maybe hamstrung a little bit by my self-imposed rules. Oh boy, because I think that I think that there's a couple of really interesting possibilities here. But I am going with Hawaii at BYU because I think it's going to be really interesting to see two teams that are looking to kind of get back on the right track. You know, and of course, you know, I'm. I would think I would be foolish to pass up an opportunity to see that run and shoot offense in action. Finally. Oh boy. Hey, that's actually a game like not our bucket, not our little makeup game. I probably will actually be going to. So I'll let you know how it turns oh, out. Cool. Uh, so me like looking through, it's like just looking at Boise schedule. Not that I'm going to pick them again, but three weeks in a row, 
Wyoming, <laughs> San Diego State, Nevada. That's a pretty big stretch for them. Yes, it is. It's a, another rival game. I guess I would go with, um, to move this along, I think I'd do Wyoming and Fresno is really intriguing as well because that defense. I could do UNLV, Utah State. Now I'm going to go Wyoming at Fresno State. I'll see teams a couple more than once. That would be my second. No, I can't see Wyoming three times. That's not fair. I will. <laughs> sure you can. I could. Actually, no, I want to see UNLV at Utah State because of what happened last year. Did it UNLV, that's, Utah that's State true. have like a 21-0 lead, blow it, but it hold off for victory, I believe? Wasn't that the how it turned no, out? No, what happened? What happened was, or the other way around. UNLV raced out to a big lead, and then Utah State blew the doors off of them in the second no, half. Oh, that's right. Was there a Jalen Davis touchdown involved in that game? It ended up being like a like a forty point swing or something <laughs> wild like that. Not what you want, right? Essentially, that's not ideal if you're a Rebels fan. Now we'll see that. But plus, that game, I think Utah State UNLV are going to be on a similar level for next year. I think. I'd say yeah. maybe – I think they'd be pretty close overall. So that's where I'd go. I'd go hang out at that uh, – was it Maverick Stadium there in Logan to see those mm-hmm. two matchups play and see future Cam Newton on the sideline once again, her first time ever. Yeah. All right, so next week where Boise State schedule – their schedule's tougher than I thought. When we break down their team, they go next week, October 19th. They host CSU. Mm-hmm. Their schedule's pretty interesting. So you got that game Friday night, Air Force at UNLV. Then you have – it's 100% conference games this week. I don't know. There's some good ones. I think I would do – I want to see Fresno at New Mexico because you want to take in the Lobos, and maybe Bob Dave will be the coach at that point. We don't know because, <laughs> you know, stuff's happening. I, I'll, I'll go with that one because what Fresno's defense can do, can they stop what you, New Mexico wants to run because it's such a unique offense, and that'll be a little trickier at least for a quarter or two. That makes sense. Um, I mean, I'm tempted to do the same thing, but – Hmm. We're bored. We picked the same games. <laughs> no, because I I had down San Jose State at San Diego State because you know this is kind of and it's one of those things where I'm optimistic about the Spartans' chances long term, which is another one of those things that we'll get into in the preview later. But you know, this is one of those things where I kind of want to, I really want to see the Aztecs play because to this point, I haven't except for this, the Stanford game early on. And you get some good fish tacos down in San Diego. Yes, that too. But I also, so like, I want to see if the Spartans can show me something on the one hand, but on the other hand, I also just really want to see the Aztecs defense perform. Is there a way they could get San Jose State to negative points? I don't think that's possible within the confines of, of, of the rules. Of the rule book. <laughs> yeah. Just ask it. Just, just wondering because... Spartans. I know they got Montel Aaron, who should be decent QB down the road, but uh, it's uh... all right. Let's go on to uh, week uh, week nine. Here, I'll let you pick first. But I'll kind of go through a couple of the games. You got the Border War, Bronze Boot, Wyoming at CSU Friday night. So that's not too bad. Better than it should be later in the year, but it's, it gets its own time slots. You got Hawaii at Fresno, all conference games once again. Boise at Air Force, New Mexico at Utah State, UNLV at San Jose State, Aztecs at Reno. Well, I mean, I told you earlier that I was going back to back. Yeah. And that's because I'm going back to back with the Aztecs. So I'm going to Reno and I'm seeing defense versus offense. That would be a good one because I'm super high in Nevada, over exceeding any preseason expectations that come out. What about you? Uh, that's a good one. I could, I could make my way to San Jose. 
Actually, um, how many Boise games have I been to this year? Because like Boise Air Force is pretty intriguing. I got Boise at Wyoming. I already get two. That's a bit too many. I guess I could do. Hmm. I'll go to the Border War. Why not? Bronze Booth. Wyoming at CSU. Rivalries are good. Rivalry game. It's uh, at this point CSU's. We know the running game will be good. Who knows? Who'll be quarterback? Is Colin Hill healthy? ACL? Is it Carter Samuels? Um, and then maybe women's quarterback will will know who it is and if they're good or not. So, and I want to see how the um, Rams are still going to want to pass a little bit offensively, the pro style, but run and pass. They got a good running game. Let's see if there's uh, something turning up on that offense with the quarterback, whoever it may be. And will Andrew Wingard have four interceptions for touchdowns? You never know. Just saying, it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I will go Wyoming at Colorado State week nine. There we go. All right. So what about the week of November 3rd? Uh, what do you got? What are you thinking? I'm going to Hawaii. I'm taking a vacation to the islands. That's a good plan. And and I'm going to see the Warriors in Utah State. Let's hope because, the island still stands because we got the issues at the moment with the big island. Oh, that's true. We got the volcano going on. Yeah. But what do you think will be hotter? The offense is on the field or the volcano? <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's a that's a good segue. That's a nice one. Um, volcano by a mile. <laughs> that's true. I mean, but I think but I think there's a sneaky <laughs> chance that like a first to fifty kind of game. And you know, when you're on the when you're in paradise like that, why not? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the second leg of commander in chief. Go air force at army. Just it's one of those games. Go up to West Point. Pretty cool. Go see all that type of stuff. And why not? And even Army may not be amazing, but other games, there's other pretty good games like BYU Boise State's really intriguing because it's a rival game. Uh, Aztecs Lobos, sort of a rival game. Um, Fresno UNLV, that could be interesting the way they played the past couple of years, but I want to go to a new game. So I go to Air Force at Army and one of maybe we'll see the Commander Chief Trophy crown when I'm out there. Yeah. Maybe I can get a picture with it. Would they allow me to get a picture with that? Maybe if they ask nicely. Do I need to get Craig Thompson to email me something? here's my permission slip to see get a picture with a trophy (laughs) and probably not even going to be there but let's go into week 11 so we're getting into besides one or two byu games because they're playing i think uh do they play san diego state this year i don't believe so i think they they're on the schedule down the road i think we one of our guys did a piece on that and of course geez my internet is the worst and i'm doing my same issue fresno boise state Ooh, is that your game matt that is, this is like the easiest choice on the entire schedule. Is that what you're picking? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Do we need to say why? But no, it's, 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 here's a good thing. It's not the final week of the regular season. That's true. I mean, and, but there's also like something on the line, potentially some like big stakes. Yeah. There could be division hosting and possibly even bigger than that for group of five winning that, uh, crown of champion of the uh, big money bowl game or getting an invite yeah and also it's another rivalry game so you get the milk can back on the line and you know the history of fresno state really struggling on blue turf basically since forever and you know in last year's championship game was probably i think off the top of my head the closest they've ever been to winning on the blue turf so that's you know there's a lot of different stories beyond just the obvious ones you want some breaking news here really quick? Let's do it. It's actually breaking from 20 hours ago because we mentioned Boise State at every turn because we're going to a lot of those games. Apparently their mm-hmm. game versus Florida State is going to be in Jacksonville, 2019. Nice. Which I think, I don't know. Sorry, I think we knew that's going to open the season. 
So I think that's new. I, I think Florida State's going to come to Boise in 2020. I think Jacksonville is always set up, but there you go. That's, so does that mean like does that mean Chase Court is going to be the best player or the best quarterback playing at what is it Everbank Stadium in the next year or two? Um, I think Brandon would agree with you because he hates with a passion Blake Bortles. Yeah, that was that was, that was the. Intent. I wanted to make sure people would get you that. that. I, you and me, yes, I got that immediately. But it's, so yeah, that, that so Brandon, you're probably right. Go see a good quarterback for once in the stadium. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So that's I just saw that pop up. Why as well mention it? Did I? I did not pick a game that week. I will do. I guess I should go to San Diego State for one, uh, once this year because you got UNLV at San Diego State, which is really good. Um. I don't want to see San Jose State, but I'm going to at some point, I guess. CSU at Nevada could be intriguing because neither defense is great. And how many and times? Last year's games was one of the best ones. That's true. It was like 45 42. Um, how many times have I seen CSU? Once, a couple weeks before. I've gone to CSU already. I have one Nevada game, or do I not have it? Oh, I don't have a Nevada game. I'm going to do that. I do not have a Nevada game yet. So I will go to Reno, CSU at Nevada, and potential for a lot of points. So. If it's if it's even eighty percent of last year's game, that would be amazing. It's gonna be super fun. And go to the little biggest city in the world and go call it UNR or Nevada Reno and get people to yell at me. No, don't do that. And the stupid audio thing going on right now is a joke. Don't don't talk about that ever again, anybody. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. If you know what it is, I'm because this show hopefully will be listened to quite a bit down the road because it's a more uh, not timely piece for the most part. But yeah, that thing was a piece of garbage when I heard it. All right, so next week, <laughs> as we tangent, as we always do, because we never stay on topic half the time. Week 12, what do we got? Three weeks left of the regular season here? I believe it's uh, two weeks left at this point. Uh, well, look and see. I'm going through the schedule. I'm going through ESPN's schedule here because... November 17th. Is that the final weekend? No, it's the next to last week. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 sorry. I thought you mentioned like that's the last weekend. All right, here we go. Boys yet in New Mexico, which... Friday night game, whoever knows, because New Mexico may show up and pull off the upset. Probably not. You got Utah State at CSU, Nevada at San Jose State, Air Force, Wyoming, all-conference, so Rebels at Hawaii, Aztecs at Fresno. Uh, is that your choice, Matt? Home that game? is my choice. Uh, so I'm double-dipping again with, oh, the, with with my Bulldogs, but it also you know, enables me to come home and sleep in my own bed after, what, 12 weeks on the road? <laughs> no kidding. I am going to do... Hmm. UNLV at Hawaii because why not spend Hawaii in November? But also you got the uh, it's, it's quasi rival between those two teams, and I would hope Hawaii's um, actually uh, figure things out at this point of the year for offense and defense, and maybe John Osiris still healthy because that would be a pretty special player to watch all year. But I'm going to go out to Hawaii. Um, I don't expect other team to make well. Hawaii, UNLV should make a bowl game. I don't expect Hawaii to. So kind of tipping our giving a little tip of the hat of what I'm going to do next month for our previews, but I'm going to go out to the islands and hopefully see our body Rogers do some good. And John Sura put up like 200 plus yards against whoever the secondary decides to throw out there for Tony Sanchez. That'd be nice. Is that the, uh, no, that's Hawaii and Wyoming where there's the, um, what's the trophy called? I always forget the name. It's the Hawaiian Cowboy trophy. Paula. That is the, the Paniolo. Paniolo trophy. trophy. I'd still say that's like the top trophy in my book overall. There's a lot of really good trophies in the Mountain West. The milk jug, again. oil can. I think the V is kind of lame, but whatever. Sorry. And, per- and perhaps that can be a segue to our last weekend of action. Because in my opinion, 
best such rivalry trophy is the Fremont Cannon. Not Jim Bridger. Wait, wait, not place. Jim Bridger's rifle. No, I mean you get a cannon is okay. way better than a rifle. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not to say that a rifle is bad. Let's let's make that perfectly clear. I think that that's amazing. But you know, Nevada's got the cannon. Mm-hmm. They're going to Las Vegas to try to defend it. And you know, the way that we've been talking about these two teams is as squads that we think are on the rise. You know, this is another one of those games where maybe there's something potential there's something significant at stake you know if bowl eligibility maybe yeah for both of these teams rather than you know nevada simply spoiling unlv's chance last year or something like that all right so this last week's interesting for me because i've yet to see san jose state once (laughs) (laughs) is this my default game for picking the spartans that's entirely up to you i know it is i should see every team it is at fresno a place i would have not been throughout the year and it's also a rivalry game with the lame V trophy, yeah. The Valley um, trophy's not bad. Eh, comparatively speaking, I'd say it's on the lower end of the list. That's fine. Cannon, rifle, come on. The wagon wheel, that's not conference, but Utah State, BYU. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll do that because I'll go, because every other game, like if I'm going by intriguing matchups, CSU Air Force could be intriguing. Um, Utah State at Boise, usually not, but. I've already been seeing your state, but I guess I'll go. I'll, I'll make a rule to see. I'll have to check my list to make sure it is every team. But I'll go to Fresno and watch San Jose State get steamrolled by Fresno State. There you go. And is that the last week? There's no one-off game the final week of the year, like Hawaii doing something weird. Nope. Next Saturday is the championship game. So, are you satisfied with your list of where you're going? Any changes? Yes, I am. Any changes you would make? No, I like I said, I put hours of thought into this, which. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> that is that is my level of dedication to you, the listener. Let us know too. Like, tell us where you want to go. What you what your plan is. Do so. I guess we don't have comments on the website at the moment, which working on it, folks. But go to our Facebook page, um, Mountain West MWC Wire. That's our Facebook page or Mountain West Wire. Give us your uh, four, it's fourteen games, week zero to week thirteen. Let us know if you have any rules or stipulations. Uh, tweet us same thing, uh, MWC Wire or Matt K underscore FS. Me, Jeremy Moss, M A U S S. And tell us where you're crazy, you should have gone to this game, or your rules are stupid, or I'm going to only go to every Power 5 game on the schedule, which is fine too. Make your own rules, have fun with it, let us know. But I think I am visiting every team here. I have Wyoming, San Diego State, Air Force, Fresno. I'm not going to count through, but I'm pretty sure I see every team on here. Do you have every team on your schedule? I made sure of it, yes. Oh, you made sure of it. I um, did. I see. I have Utah. I, I have New Mexico. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't want to read names because reading the list is stupid. Um, anything else we need to add for the show? Um, we didn't do our prop bets that people sent in. Should we? Do we have those readily available to rattle off? Yeah, sure. So here's one I was thinking of. Here's a good one, actually, I thought. Here, I need to pull up my list here on Twitter, our mentions. But there's one about, I think it was in the Reno Gazette Journal, so we'll start with that one because I remember it. Chris Murray kind of asked a similar question. It was, what would be more? It's football, basketball, some of the combinations. So would Nevada basketball have fewer league losses in Nevada football overall? Oh, okay. Let me think. Because really, because Nevada's probably for football in the range of five to seven losses, I would say. Yeah. Which makes it maybe his wins, but either way, it's still pretty close. Nevada basketball. How many, and how many conference games do they play? Like 22? In basketball? Yeah. Um, 18, I believe. 18. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. 
that was one of the first ones I saw. I'm like, oh, that's because there's some other crazy ones, but it's like, because also if you look at Nevada, also what part of it makes it a little more tricky, Nevada basketball, there's the, uh, as of listening, the combine's coming up and a few players can still withdraw their name. So, but they also got like the five star All American McDonald's dude the other day, Jordan Brown. Mm-hmm. So my, I with these kinds of things, I usually go with like my my snap, my first instinct. So my first instinct is to say, you know, take the basketball one. Last year they are fifteen and three in basketball and the conference play. Yeah. I would say because league's getting better with New Mexico getting a ton of talent. Uh, Fresno, if they keep both Taylor guys, they'll be good, pretty good. But I would, I gotta go with you. It's too close. It's you know, what I mean, it's um, I'd say basketball, but I'm pretty high in football as well because, as I said, they're like my dark horse team to do really good. But I, I guess I'd have to go basketball because they've had the track record. There we go. All right. Um, Oh, I was going to ask you something embarrassing off air because I don't remember our Twitter password. <laughs> I should not give that out. I was going to log into my mentions on Twitter.com, not TweetDeck, so I'm going to refrain from asking you to give out the password to everybody. Okay, so here, okay, here's another here's Sorry. another interesting one, another interesting prop bet. What do you got? November 17th, Wyoming at Air Force, or Air Force at Wyoming, mm-hmm. rather. Over or under 25 degrees at kickoff. November, what day November? November 17th. Do we have a kick time? Oh, man, I didn't even think to look. (laughs) I'm going to guess there's no kick time, and it could be subject to change as well. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I would still say I will take the over regardless. If it's a day game or a night game, I could take the over. I'm just going to take the under just because. (laughs) <laughs> just because it, it just seems like the kind of environment that I would suffer greatly. You think so? Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm trying to find our ton here. I had a bunch. I should have saved them all, but I didn't save it because I didn't know when we're doing this because I had delays and delays, delays. So like, is there um any type of um, if we do like there's some weird ones like oh combination of this, this, or this to basketball, like we did a basketball, football, multiply this by 1.5. Okay, here's one Brandon did. I changed it, but this is very simple. Spartans over under wins. I'd say it's a lot at one and a half. <laughs> uh, and go with the um, under. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I would take the over. Interesting. All right, here's a good one, too, from our good buddy Daniel Connolly over on Twitter. Daniel V. Connolly used to do some Nevada stuff for us at our previous stop. Um he says, I've got the only acceptable answer. Over under two and a half quarterbacks for New Mexico in a game this season. Oh, that's definitely over. Easy money. That's where I applied back. Easy money <laughs> for the over. I'm like, do better, Daniel. It's okay. But that, there's one game they played. They didn't do quarterback, but they had four last year in the one game where there's some injury stuff. Okay, here's another one from from Blake Kreck, who says, over or under six and a half bold teams this year? Under. That's a tough one. Well, there were seven last year for the first time ever, right? Or was it two years yeah. ago? Well, I th- or, yeah, I'm trying to think. Recently, but that's a lot. I guess that's true. I, I go under. You can say over, but here's like uh, off the cuff bowl teams um, Boise, um, Fresno, San Diego State. Um, I'll go Air Force. Um, who else in the West Division could make a bowl game? I'd say well, we talk. We talk about Nevada and UNLV. Maybe those are hard maybes for me. Utah State's a maybe. 
Yeah, I guess you'd have to go under on I'd that. go if under. It was five I, and a half, then it would be different. That would be more difficult, five and a half, because they've had six the past couple of years. Um, here's here's one from Chad, One Fever on Twitter. What has better odds? Um, it's also a jab at us, so we can also laugh at it. Boise State football makes the playoff this season, or Leighton Vander Esch wins Defensive Rookie of the Year in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, I would probably say Vander Esch, if only because I saw a tweet earlier today that was listing like the latest – you know, national championship odds mm-hmm. and Boise state wasn't even listed, you know, and they had, for example, UCF listed at like 33 or 50 to one or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure the odds of Vander Esch winning defensive rookie of the year are way better than a hundred to one. Yeah. He's first round pick on a really good defense where he could put up stats around him when other guys playing well at the Cowboys. Also, I do um, unfortunately hate CBS Sports because they ripped off my idea for Michael Gallup Offensive Rookie of the Year for the Cowboys and the former Ram. So I'll say it. <laughs> that, that's fair. I think it's possible it could happen too. So um, here's another one really quick. CSU from – I'm not sure this is from – Arnark the band, a couple underscores in there. Sorry, um, I think it's Eric. Eric underscore the underscore band, A A R Y C K. So I guess give him a fall for the unique name. Um, over under CSU goes seven and six, but wins a bowl game. Yeah, I had mentioned that one. That's not really an over under yeah. as much as it is like, what are the odds of this I know. happening? I just read it straight off. <laughs> and so, like, my initial reply was like, you know, it'd be like plus seven fifty on the money line. Does that seem too high or too low? Because that's, that's really specific. That is. I think um, that means they go six and six regular season. Mm-hmm. Bull ma- any bull matchup is winnable in this conference because none of the games are really all that exciting. I mean, highly touted matchups. Maybe the Vegas Bowl with the decent Pac-12 team. Um, I say that's. I'd, I would take. I would take that. I would say they could achieve that this year. Yeah, but what what odds would you put on it? Oh, um, that, because now I'm thinking seven fifty yeah. is too low. I'm not sure money line. I'll go like uh, ten to one or five. One of those type of ways to figure it. out. I would give them. I'd say because it's a tough bet, so it's not like easy money, but it's not high. It's like maybe like twenty to one. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Because it's quarterback like said, it's, issue. It's, it's specific enough to be like you have to kind of set it a little bit high. Yeah. Because you're basically asking a team to break even. Yeah, they're like and they can't then, do better than go, that. Either. And then win a 50 50 game again. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like if they go eight and four, you lose. You know what I mean? Or eight mm-hmm. five. So I would put like 20 to one because besides it being very specific, Colin Hill is probably not going to play at all this year, if not very little. Lose Michael Gallup, lose one of the three running backs despite the depth there, lose pretty good center, Jake Bennett. So I would like 20 to one. Uh, here's a good one too. Basketball, really quick. Over under two and a half teams make the tournament. That's parlayed with the, not parlayed, but, uh, well, we could parlay it, but. I would take the I would say no on this because two and a half basketball tournament teams and over under six bowl games, six and a half bowl teams. We already said under on that, so we'd have to take no overall essentially. But what about basketball? Do you think two and a half is a, that's a pretty good line because it's it's hard. So <laughs> I am. I mean, I'm out of my depth talking about basketball. Um, but my like I said, my first instinct is to say take the, take the under on that. Me too. Yeah, they've had we know that one the past couple of years, two last year, just because of who won the tournament. So I'd go. I take the two under. Um, they say combo. If you can pull that off together and pick it the right way, that's a. I'll give you good odds. <laughs> Irwin, our good buddy Irwin, Mountain West expanded 2019. Take the no. Yeah. I would say 2020 is a better odds for that with Gonzaga after they realize what's going on. Um, here's a good one. Over-under, 
do you take uh, – it's pretty specific because specific it's two. How many times will Eric Musselman take off for sure? I think that's a better one. He sets it two. It has to be – well, that means three. If that means there's three turn, times to do it. That would probably mean winning the conference tournament, win, clinching the regular season, and at least one NCAA tournament game. And probably advancing to like Sweet 16 or Final Four because that's more memorable than, oh, I won the first round. We got a game next day. What's the big deal? I'm gonna okay, go. Here's a good. Here's a good one. What do you got? Okay, wait a minute. No, I'll give you. Let you give your answer first. For this one. Yeah. Oh, under. I'll say under. Yeah. Okay. So from from at play to win MWC championship game attendance <laughs> zero <laughs> over over or under twenty four thousand point five under 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 twenty four thousand. The attendance the past couple years has it, but didn't Fresno have like sixteen thousand when they hosted a while back? No, it was it was at least twenty thousand, but it's still not twenty four thousand. Hold on, now I gotta look this up. I would still say the under because it's not very high. I feel like that's a really close call. It could be close, but some stadiums may not even hold that amount or barely do. Is there a Mountain West stadium that doesn't hold twenty four thousand? I think they're all good. I think they're at least 25,000. Oh, okay. So uh, I just found the attendance figures. So in 2013, when Fresno won it, it was 31,362. I see it as well there. But but in the last couple of years, so like last year, for instance, Boise and Fresno State, 24,515. And then in 2016, when it was San Diego State and Wyoming, Twenty four thousand and one, and then the Qualcomm twenty thousand, almost that's like some. That's some prices, right? Getting it right without going over, <laughs> cutting it real. I close. would still say I'd still say the under. Here's but, well, actually, yeah, no. I would, me, take, I would take the over because based on that figure, it's gone over four or five times. Here's I'm going to change the over. It's also competition wise. First off, Fresno Utah State is a more of an anomaly, first time ever. Um, Boise State hosted host the first time. Gets a Fresno wasn't. I don't think they're great that year in uh, 2014. No, they were they were lousy that year. But continue. And they had the San Diego State Air Force thing, which is weird. And San Diego State just figured they'd crush them, but they didn't. I would say this year it could be like last year, basically two ranked teams playing. There's a real possibility because um, I think Boise State probably will win the Mountain Division, and I'm probably leaning toward Fresno at this moment in the West. Could be a rematch of last year. But with who they play, like the uh, non-conference games, Oklahoma State, playing UCLA, if they can get those victories, there could be a ranked team on each side. I know rematch might play in four times in four, two years, might be a little down, or that could be the only concern, is if it's uh, if people don't want to see the matchup again because mm-hmm. it's been so frequent. But I think uh, – actually, I'll go over because I think the matchup will be two top 25 teams. There you go. Was there any other ones we wanted to go through at all you saw? Uh, I'm not seeing any more now. Um, there's a couple of basketball ones that are really specific. Oh, here we go. Here's a good one. Last one here. Um, Cowboys defense could be good, but 38 turnovers is probably not happening. Over under at 25 for next year. Ooh. That's a good one. I'm going to take the over. You think the over? I'm going to take a quick look at their stats last year. And this is turnovers, not turnover margin. So total total turnovers because turnover margin obviously a, a different beast. Well, let's put it this: they had twenty interceptions on their own last year. Yeah, and they had thirty eight overall. I'm looking kind of a per game thing. Um, 
Hmm. At 25. So if you look overall nationally, I mean, within the conference, that would put them still basically fourth behind Boise, Utah State, and their own number of 38. You're thinking the over? I'm taking the over. Over 25? What did they do last year? Because 2016, they were pretty solid in that category as well. They're at 27. So they have not been under 25 since... <laughs> 2015. 2015, they had 10 turnover games. Yeesh. Um, I, it's hard to replicate. And let me check. 2014, they're pretty bad. They still had 16. 2013, they were still not great at 20. I'll go over, but it's, it's going to be close. It's a high bar to clear. The only time they've done it before the last couple of years was, I believe, in, if I'm looking at this correctly, 2011 was the only other year going back to 2008. Yeah. I'll take the over, but I'm not confident with it. Yeah, I better be getting solid odds on that. <laughs> yeah, give us some good, give us some good money line, folks. That's what we want here. There you go. All right, but I think that wraps it up today. We've gone. We promise, as always, an hour. Our next shows, I have to take off here in a second, so I'm going to wrap up super quick. But we're going to be doing our preview shows in the next week or so to start off. So let us know who you want to hear first: Air Force, Boise, Wyoming, CSU, Nevada, whomever it may be. Uh, check well, us we're out. Gonna, we're going to put up a poll, are we not? Yes, we'll do some sort of poll. We'll do Facebook and Twitter poll, so check us out there. And I think we'll start next week for those uh, games. Give you a bit time to vote. Send us a note on Twitter about where's your, what's your road, road trip stuff, Facebook as well. And we are out of here because I have to run to do a work meeting here, so I can't take up the studio much longer. So, Matt Kennerly, thank you for joining. I'm Jeremy Moss, and I guess as I always say, see you next time, folks.